Startup failures, successes, and learning from all over the world. Welcome to a new episode of the International Entrepreneurs Podcast. Welcome to a new episode of the International Entrepreneurs Podcast. That's going to be the last of this year, and it will sort of close with a very important topic. How much should founders get paid? It's basically a trade-off between founders and investors' interests, and I actually came to this topic by a recently uh, hosted startup founders dinner that we had in Zurich, and there we, you know, we just asked a couple of com- company CEOs, founders, CTOs, how they were handling this delicate topic of salaries for their own funding team, and a topic that is very crucial of being an entrepreneur, but usually also causes a lot of discussion between founders and investors. So this podcast should give you a rough overview of the different perspectives and also a clear guide on how to set salaries for your founding team. So let's start with the first, the unicorn approach. Um, early this year, I had the pleasure of interviewing unicorn investor Daniel Gutenberg. He already invested in more than 13 unicorns uh, with his portfolio. That's an Im- incredible and amazing uh, hit rate of unicorns. Probably nobody in the world has had a better hit rate than him. And we interviewed him for the Swisspreneur Show, another podcast I'm doing. And there we asked him about the founders' salaries. And he had a very, very clear take on this. If you're convinced that you're building the next unicorn, the only rational thing to do is investing all your money into your startup company because you will basically earn much, much more if your plan works out. That basically means that you should actually analyze your living expenses and pay yourself exactly that amount on a monthly basis. Everything else that you have saved or can remain in the company should be invested in your startup to push it to a unicorn level and generate your big payday with an IPO or an M&A deal based on your billion dollar company valuation. Of course, this is also a very risky approach. As you know, nine out of 10 startups usually fail and therefore, while the reward is indeed very appealing, the risk should not be taken lightly. So however, for unicorn investor Gutenberg, it's critical that founders have a large amount of skin in the game and are personally invested in their startup success. So if your goal is to build a unicorn and you want to win Daniel as an investor, you know what's required and should probably think about going down that path. On the other hand, now we talked about the investor's take. On the other hand, what do actually founders say? That you don't have to invest your last cent in your company shows the general practice of Swiss startup founders. Usually they also focus on their living expenses, which generally tend to be lower than the younger the founders are. And most people I know, they survive on two to four uh, thousand Swiss francs a month. So any, any time or anything between that range, probably you end up with three or three and a half uh, K a month is also what most other founders have in terms of living expenses. So if there is more than one founder, most of the companies take the highest living expenses of their team as a base salary and pay everyone the same. I think in general that this is a smart way uh, to pay the founders uh, and also to pay them the same salary to avoid distracting discussions and fully focus on building a successful company. But this of course only works if all of them are working full-time for a company which from my perspective, um, as I outlined in earlier podcasts, they definitely should be. Some founders, they also get paid a regular market salary, 
that would mean between 8 and 10k a month, while most said that they don't pay themselves a high salary on purpose, especially in Euro days. This is because the potential upside to their company shares, which is part of the payout and compensates them for the lower salary, I think that here it really depends on your earnings and your shares. If you have to invest a significant amount of money yourself and basically buy the shares of your company, a salary closer to the market standards seems appropriate. However, if you, like most first and or early stage founders, get your shares basically free of charge and sell some equity to investors, a regular market salary would make sense and significantly reduce your run rate. And therefore, I think you basically have less time to hit your next milestone. And depending on your living expenses, a salary between 3 to 5k seems appropriate and is also the way that most founders do it in Switzerland. Here, you know, this outlines sort of how much you actually pay themselves. There are some that actually only get 1k a month or even less than that. Others get paid 8 to 10k, um, but I think they are rather the exception than the rule. So anywhere between, you know, 3 5k, maybe if you have low living expenses, 2 to 4k uh, should do the trick. Um, most of the founders don't really go um, above 5k because they know they've got all the expenses covered and don't actually need um, much more and really want to focus on building a company. But, and now the big important but, you need to grow your salary with your company. I would personally suggest that you go for the 4 to 5k during the early phase and then steadily increase the salaries as you progress and approach a potential Series A plus financing round. Right before you start fundraising for your Series A, you should start paying yourself a market salary because VCs will want to know how much money you make or usually burn based on fair market terms. If you pay yourself a lower salary, lower than market salary basically, you are cheating on this. And from what I've learned from talking to VCs, this is usually a bad sign in their perspective and the potential red flag for an investment. So basically your salary policy is similar to finding product market fit. First, you try to reduce everything to the minimum until you find something that's actually working. And in this phase, you pay yourself close to your living expenses to survive, but only live a very basic lifestyle. So three to 5K per month should do the trick in Switzerland. As soon as you then find something that's working and entering a scaling mode, where you also need to attract senior talent and pay them appropriately, you should pay yourself close to market standards. And with that also send a strong signal to potential investors and new hires so that they can actually take you seriously. That's basically my take on how much startup founders should get paid. What do you think about this topic and how much do you pay yourself as a startup founder? Leave your thoughts in the comments or send me an email. I would be happy to discuss this further with you and hear from your experience. Until the next episode, have a wonderful day and talk to you soon.